0: Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, video game music podcast, episode 7-7. We're your hosts. I'm Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. That's a Pernell over there. We are getting together every week. I thought I heard a cargo bike. It's all fine. Don't worry about it. It's been a weird night so far. Um, we get together every week. We listen to some. We listen to some great video game music from all generations, all consoles, everything.
1: Yes, we do. And in this particular case, this episode is coming under a special scenario, <laughs> which is why, for the purpose of what the next topic is going to be. I want to inarguably actually call this episode 7-8 so that we can revisit the old episode next week.
0: Yeah, Pranel's all about the themes, man. Oh, I'm a theme monger.
1: (laughs) But, uh, basically, we're getting hit with a nasty storm tonight and I'm going to be out of town for a few days, like, post-melting. So, we Um, had to come down to business.
0: Actually, yeah, uh, shout-outs to uh, Pixel Tunes Radio who did it first because, you know, they're up there in new england and they've got like a they have like a really bad snowstorm and so they just were like hey we're we only live like a block away but we're gonna skype each other because we can't leave our homes <laughs> well they've already hit they already had the hit yeah they actually did an extra episode nice so, and it was a great one so if you're listening to this one and you're looking for other podcasts check out pixel tunes radio with mike and ed those guys are awesome
1: this is very true i can second
0: that notion all right, so uh, yeah, again, because of kind of the rush of uh, Pernell's going out to Chicago, which is cool, mm-hmm. and the impending snow apocalypse. Is that snow apocalypse or snowpocalypse? I always went with apocalypse, snowpocalypse. Uh, the snow, po- I like that because it's like almost like popsicles. Or you could say snocalypse, but then that's just disgusting. Yeah, okay, so the sn- I like
1: snocalypse. Yeah, but it's booger related.
0: Okay, well, if I mean, the sky rained
1: boogers. I would think you our be happy with that? that?
0: I think our audience will appreciate the the booger jokes, and yeah, I think that would be. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I guess people would be less averse to
1: boogers if it if it rained from the sky. What do you expect from Trump's America? (laughs) 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 Boogers.
0: Sky boogers. (laughs) Farts. Yeah. Well. um, So anyway, so this episode is going to be wild card. Wild card part duh. This time is personal. And
1: given the fact that we wildcarded, rushed this, these are all tracks from off the cuff. There was not, we. I think this was all done in a matter of like five minutes. It was like, okay,
0: quick shot. Go to your brain and come up with some stuff. And granted, I had backups. Like every episode, i have at least like five or six extra that I'm like, just didn't, didn't quite get in there. I keep them, but then I lose them. So it was like, I have Because well, you write everything on post-it notes, and then
1: they're gone. <laughs> this is true. I need memento. I need any post-it notes with arrows pointing to post-it notes. And I If love I pull it. that off, i would
0: be square. All right, so this is the wild card. We have no no topic, free free topics.
1: Oh, my God. I almost feel like I wasted it, but I don't give a crap. The tracks I picked are solid tunes.
0: Uh, I want to hear some solid tunes. What's your first Solid track. Solid gold for now. It's from a game that more
1: people should play, and they'll get a chance to, because I believe it's actually getting re-released soon on the PS4, but that game is called Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, also known as 999, and the track that I chose is called Ternary Game. That is T-E-R-N-A-R-Y, because I like it. Game. And if you don't like it, I'll be sad,
0: but oh wow, try so to enjoy like you you want you want me to like it that much
1: I would yes, if you don't i'll I'll sob
0: I'll sob a lot <laughs> so please I'm happy to enjoy. I will be happy. I don't want to make you sad again. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you enjoyed that spectacular track? I did. I very much did. That I was really into that guitar.
1: That's what's up. Yeah, this is a game. The game being nine
0: hours, nine persons, nine doors, aka nine nine nine. That's like a really intriguing title. Like if I saw that like on a box, like on the box cover, on the box art, I mean, I would be Really interested in that game. That sounds—it sounds very mysterious. The funny thing about it is, if I remember
1: correctly, it sold really poorly at first. <laughs> it didn't pick up until word of mouth kind of spread it.
0: Well, I have a feeling it's—it's it's kind of like a visual novel situation.
1: Yeah, it's a—it's uh, a—it's a visual novel slash puzzle. Oh, uh, puzzle. Flash Puzzle game. I'm sticking with that. <laughs> Hate me if you want. Pudgel. We, we,
0: we did Puzzle games last week <laughs> It's a good point. <laughs>
1: Crap. I guess I better go with puzzle game then. There yeah. Um up. yeah, it's a story slash puzzle game on the DS, and I can't really say much without spoiling, but essentially you're nine there's nine people that have nine hours to get out of a place by solving a series of puzzles involved in something called the nonary game. And it's a very mysterious game, and the sense that you come in with very little to no information, and you kind of discern it all as you play through it. It's an awesome title that requires multiple playthroughs to get the true ending, and while that usually seems awful, in this game, it is not. It's actually really fun. I played through it four playthroughs, and I did them almost back to back to back to back I'm obsessively. Kidding, yeah. I did it in less than a week. Wow. So because this, this game
0: really gripped you, huh?
1: It really did. It really, really did. And I recommend it to any and everybody that can get their hands on it. This track in particular played during one of the puzzle is one of the puzzle room themes that you had to deal with. So whenever this theme came up, I got excited. It was like, okay, it's puzzle time, <laughs> let's go
0: solve this bad boy. It's so much fun. I, I love like the, the, the jungle rhythm that's like really fast and then like it gets kind of um like atonal like towards this, the middle of it, and then as soon as it cuts out into this section, it breaks. And then that cool piano comes in. This is a really sweet, cool track. And I feel like at least with
1: this one, I can't speak for every other track just yet, but at least with this one, I feel like it was a good choice for a Wild Card episode because the only thing I can really think of it fitting into would have been like visual novels. Yeah, but well, are we, I don't know if we were going to pick that
0: might, that's might. Cool, that's a cool idea because there's a lot of that kind of stuff on the DS, but this is a really, really cool... like. It, cool in like the, the, the truest sense of the word cool you know what I mean like a cucumber yeah like I, I can hear this like you know, like, like like in a club you know like at a bar oh like a oh, stretch central yeah like well like you know it's kind of smoky with the lights down low yeah I can see that well along that that tip um, my track is, is kind of similar in that coolness How, what do you think about that
1: well i have to see it here to believe it you know. oh did I say the name of the composer just want to make sure I didn't screw that up
0: Oh, yes, he did. Uh, Shinji Hosoe. Good, good, good. Don't <laughs> want to be that guy. So uh, my first track is uh, Mega Track from the Mega Drive. So I got to go Mega Drive on a wild card episode.
1: There's a lot of Mega going on here.
0: <laughs> and it's the, but it's not Mega Man.
1: Is it a Mega's cover? No. <laughs> oh.
0: No, this is from the game Rolling Thunder 2 for the Mega Drive. Um, this is called The Selection. So this is when you're selecting a stage, um, and it's composed by Ayako Sasso. Little short selection from the game Rolling Thunder 2 is also called The Selection. <laughs> selection! Uh, composed by Ayako Sasso. And this is a really, really cool soundtrack. And I know this is like probably one of the shortest, like little um, tracks in the game, but I just think it's so cool. One, the drums sound like it's straight out of Streets of Rage 2. And um, I love that sound. And it's just super neat. Like I feel like it can just loop for a while, and I'd still be cool with it.
1: Well, I mean, it gets the job done. And to be perfectly honest, the loop kicked in pretty quickly. But until you pointed it out, I didn't outright even catch it. I was just like, okay, I'm waiting for the change. But I like what I'm hearing, so I
0: really don't care. (laughs) Yeah, it's got that kind of like cool jazzy lick. And then, you know what it is? It could be like a rap instrumental, you know, where it's Mm -hmm. like it's it loops really short but it's got enough interest in it that you don't notice right away. So if someone was like rhyming or singing on top of it, you wouldn't really know it. Or am I just reaching? Am I really grasping at this one? Oh, you're <laughs> reaching for
1: the stars and falling <laughs> short. But it's okay. That's why we like you, because you're awesome dude
0: who tries. Aw. Sometimes. You know, sometimes I, sometimes I come in here and I'm like, yeah, I know what's up. Sometimes... Rolling Thunder (laughs) (laughs) 2 Hey It sounds good Do it It doesn't matter If it's short or long I wanted a I wanted a cool Jazzy Rolling Thunder track From the Mega Drive This is what I got
1: Yeah I think it succeeded
0: So don't what This is my gift to you A short but effective loop (laughs) That's right So hey There you go Um I was hoping maybe uh, I could inspire you to, to drop some rhymes on this one, but I don't think that's going to happen. Nah! Also, because I'm
1: multitasking like a mofo over here. Otherwise, <laughs> I, otherwise I totally would. That and I'm i on to your
0: sick game. I, yeah, I know, right? I'm just trying to trick you. I'm just trying to trick you into a crazy, mad, uh, dope performance.
1: You're trying to trick me into enjoying myself, and it's not going to work!
0: <laughs> I won't fall for your sick games. <laughs> it's like... The, well, uh, Purnell, uh, all 67 episodes of this podcast has just been for you to have a good time. That's my sick, twisted.
1: spark S- so damn sinister. I- I'm hip to you, dude. Don't you worry. But it's okay. I'm going to soldier on with a frown on my face
0: and a new track to play. Oh, you're going to pick like, the most depressing track you could think
1: of. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> well, good, <laughs> this good. may still have a. It may sound like it, but this is purely coincidental. I can assure you that. So, all right. Next track I'm going to pick from is another track that I feel like could have been on another episode, but uh, I'm not sure if I would have thought about this should the topic have actually come up. So, another no shame, no sorry selection. This is from the game Jump Ultimate Stars from way back on the Nintendo DS yeah, days, a, a just like 999. Super fun one. And the track is called Collapse. The stem theme from the very last stage of the game, and I can't help but not be able to find the composer because this is elusive as crap. I take no shame in that. That's alright. So collapse! <laughs> Welcome back. Return from the sunken place. For you are listening to the track Collapse from the game Jump Ultimate
0: Stars from a composer of which I have no idea. No, but I can tell you this. I think you've won the podcast. Really? This song is awesome. I'm so into this. Oh, thank you very much. It's it's not, and it's not just like the, that crunchy guitar. I, I like it goes halftime on the second the second uh, chorus. And I, just, I love that. It's just so neat. There's so much going on. There's that... This little trumpet section, I was not expecting. It gets you really
1: pumped too for the level it plays on. It's the the very last stage of Jump Ultimate
0: Stars if you're doing the campaign mode. So, real quick, so Jump Ultimate Stars for the Nintendo DS is famous manga characters from Shonen Jump. Yes. And then it's almost like a Smash Brothers style. Fighting game.
1: Exactly, with right. the intent being to, like, you can actually, like, I remember correctly, I think you can actually, like, kill a guy, too. Like, you can actually kill them as a smash, you to knock them out. But you can also knock them off the manga page, like, they'll tear through the paper. That's awesome. And fall off the awesome. side. Right,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Because we used to, you used to have, like, we used to bring our DSs together and you can play single cart with, like, multiple players, and that was really fun.
1: Yes, it was. And you, and unfortunately, due to not being able to read Japanese, we didn't get the full extent of the game because you could do. You used to have to do switch also the You had multiple people in your character party, and you could switch between them by touching comic book panels on the lower screen. But depending on how the dialogue lined up and the different characters you paired up, they had different abilities and power ups and boosts, which I never quite got the hang of. But I just love the idea of like you know doing like tap 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 to get like Luffy up. I pretty much used mainly all the guys from One Piece and a girl yeah. named Eve who had crazy
0: warping like magic hair. Well, it's cool that you could have like One Piece against like Naruto against. Fist of the North Star, like crazy stuff.
1: It was a lot of fun, and then that's how I learned about Bobo Boo 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 because he was in that game, and I think that was before the show had that temporary release in the states. So
0: was um was Yuu Yu Hakasho in there? I yeah,
1: there them. were characters from that oh, in there too. I
0: love those guys; they're so funny. I
1: think one of them could be a battle character, maybe two of them, because I think Hie was a battle character too. Okay. Yus- Yusuke and Hie, I think, were battle characters.
0: Oh, Nakubara.
1: Not oh, he He's a support a, he's character. A,
0: oh, well, he's in it though.
1: Yeah, he's in it. He was a support oh, character. Also, awesome. but uh,
0: <laughs> I don't care how he sounds in Japanese. All I care is that American '90s voice actor is the best.
1: Yep, yeah, I get. I can relate to that. There's been like a lot of talk of uh, like recently, specifically like Sailor Moon came up because I guess they recently did one of the movies in like U.S. theaters. They did a re-dubbing of it and stuff. And my friend went to go see it. And I was talking to her and I said, you know, I'm sorry. I don't care how many redubs you give, I can't step away from the original US dub of the show. Sub or not, I don't need it. Because those are the voices that I know from those characters. Yes. Some aren't good, but you had you had a grade school girl who was dating a 30-year-old man who talked like she was from like like she was like 20, like, at least in her late 20s in New York City. Hey there, hey there, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already late for school
0: because, yeah. <laughs> she sounds like one of the Golden Girls. Yes, it was ridiculous. <laughs> All their voices were, like, so exaggerated. <laughs> it was awesome. I know. Uh, something about that was just really fun. I really liked that. Oh, uh, actually, Mike from um, Pixel Tunes Radio had posted uh, a, a picture or an a, a animated GIF from a, a comedy miniseries. I can't remember the name of it anymore, but it's a guy who rides a bike, and he's always oh, studying Oh, golden Boy. What's it called? Golden Boy. Golden Boy. Study, 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 study. <laughs> not Golden... appropriate
1: for this podcast. Not at but all. it's a great show but if the, you are but, age ready for it. But
0: the English voice actors are just hilarious. Like, oh, yes, like they the, were. The comedic timing, like everything was like right on. And
1: when I first heard his voice in the show, I was like, this guy sounds as stupid as it anything. It's like,
0: supposed to. I, I loved it. I loved
1: yeah, it worked. Crazy. By the end, it was like, wow, this is amazing. Like I did not expect to like the show because I would go to the store and I would see it on the shelf. And for the record, this is back in the game when the anime was like stuck to the next to the adult section and it had no business being there, and yet Golden Boy belonged there in his own weird way. But um I was like that eh, this show just seems dumb. It's like just just to draw people in because it's like, you know, risque or whatever. Well, it was
0: like um it was like it was like the uh, like the eighties like summer camp. Like porkies or meatballs, like type show, where it's like, you know, the guy's constantly trying to get the girl, and but he's clueless. Oh, yeah. Like, it's silly. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, you have to watch it to find it, though, because unfortunately oh, man, the advertisements
0: in. were terrible for you. Yeah, oh, yeah. But he should have been in this game because that would have been funny. He had his bike. Honestly, it wouldn't be surprised if he was somewhere. <laughs> he
1: might be riding his bike through, like dropping newspapers or, you know, dropping a, a freaking programmable.
0: Laptop computer—that'd be funny. Because He did all kinds of weird stuff in yeah. that show. Well, let's move on from that. How about that? <laughs> Collapse. <laughs> all right. Um. Actually, I am going to move on to another unknown composer. How about that? I couldn't. I couldn't find one uh, for this game, but I found it when I was searching through Sega Saturn music. Just any Sega Saturn music. Oh. Um. This is called Pro Yakyuu Greatest Nine.
1: Oh, I- from Konami. I think it's the Konami baseball game.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a baseball game, ProYakiU, Greatest 9, 1998, Summer Action. <laughs> That's a
1: long title.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's all summer themed. It's like they're playing on the beach. It looked really cool. Um, again, for the sake of Saturn, uh, Japanese only. Uh, this is Background Music 7, and Composer is unknown. I couldn't locate it, so enjoy. I filed this under um, Sexy Party Music. <laughs> <laughs> We can
1: still do that theme because I would just pick stuff
0: from Streets of Rage 2 and call it (laughs) Totally. So, I hope you enjoy some sweet, sexy Saturn tunes. Are jamming out to the music background music seven from the game Pro Yakiyu Greatest Nine Summer Action 98.
1: God, that name is so good, it's so
0: good. I mean, it's so Japanese, right? <laughs> we have to have like five titles or, just to say that. No, no, it's not just the Greatest Nine, it's Summer Action 1998.
1: <laughs> Gotta put it all on the place. For oh, you. by the
0: way, I far this is filed under sexy party music. But Sexy Party Music from 1998, because this is so 90s. Oh, I love this song.
1: Well, let's be honest, though. The 90s were where it was at. It just got worse from there, so. Mm. Well, I'm being a jerk. I'm being an oldies jerk. There's there's good stuff in the later years, but the 90s and 90s-themed things, you're not top in that.
0: This section right here, it's like a buddy cop flick. You're hitting the mean streets. Then the top goes down.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. this is the relaxing part. I will say, this when they're just chilling out.
0: I thought we were after some drug dealers. No, man. We're just cruising. Drug dealers cross the state line. We have the rest of the day off.
1: <laughs> well, that would be the worst excuse for having the day off. Well, they just went across state lines. Should we continue the investigation? No, inform no. The, yeah. uh, the the district, you know, the precinct in that
0: district. Uh, nah. off, off, Officer Purnell, it's not my jurisdiction. <laughs> not my jurisdiction. How about you and I go play some baseball on the beach? That would be a very difficult game of baseball. But yeah, let's try it. I know. I, I thought so, too. <laughs> you came up with the idea. To Do well, I guess that's the, that's, that's the cover art. People playing baseball. On the beach. On the beach. That's on the cover? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's just ridiculous. pretty crazy. Maybe that's what they were going for. They were going for the impossible game of baseball. Oh, this is such a good song. But I'm into I see. I'm not going to just yield victory to you <laughs> because I, I have pride, but I will say that you, you did well, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You did well. Cha-la-la-la. Mm. Mm. we are mm-hmm. going to do another wild card episode in the future, though, with more planning because I've got to, to crack my knuckles and go all in with this.
0: Uh, this, this track's going to be in the next bonus beats, like, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: are you going to like, slap it in there and do
0: some... Twink, twink, twink. No, it's just going to be an hour of this. Oh, all right. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I can't complain about that. <laughs> all right, so um we're on to what? Track number three? three. A, a three Z. A three. And funny enough,
1: I think I chose one once a long time ago. But even with that in mind, Rob made an interesting point about this track. And the oh, fact I that- did? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did in the sense <laughs> I that once in a while. I picked a track from a Sonic game. And being as popular as Sonic is and for as many games as Sonic has had, we have picked very, very few Sonic based things. I've had a couple in the in the in the on the holster for future episodes. Yeah, but
0: we've had very few Sonic games on the show.
1: Yeah, but that's gonna change today because the track I want to pick is from a game that deserved way more appreciation than it got, because I thought like it even managed to get across and break that dreaded Sonic cycle, huh. at least for a little while. Um, that track is from the game Sonic Generations on the 360 PS3, and the track itself is related to the stage Crisis City, the classic version of it, and it was composed by not Senoe. What? It no, was as no, it compo- no, I don't want to hear it, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hear it. It was composed by Tomoya Otani. You are jamming out to Crisis Core Classic from the game Sonic Generations. An underappreciated game, but it's a good game
0: nonetheless. Mm, very good. Done and composed by Tomoya Otani. Yeah, it does not sound like a Jun Senue uh, kind of sound, but it's got a lot of guitar in it. It's still, So still with the guitar.
1: Yep. because I guess they at that point they were just kind of committed to it. Like, this was a remix of a track from a game that is hated and for good reason, um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Um, quite possibly known as the true turning point of God Awful for the Sonic the Hedgehog series. But there have been games since then that have been good, just not really acknowledged for that. But this is a track that when I heard it and I played the stage, I was like, man, I wonder how they're going to take that awful, awful game and make it into a stage that's actually playable and fun. And that feels that they'd not, they actually pulled that off with Sonic Generations. So. Essentially, the game was just an uh, excuse to have 3D and 2D levels and one Sonic game together by creating a Time MacGuffin storyline where both Sonics are pulled in the same place, past and present, because clearly Sonic is older but doesn't and learns to <laughs> run from, basically, away from the screen or whatever. It's ridiculous. Oh,
0: I t- fit in these stories in the Sonic games. Just have Sonic save cute bunny rabbits, right?
1: But that's why this game I actually kind of liked it and I think they started a trend at this point because they started making fun of their own stories. Like, I remember getting to the end of the game and uh, you come across Dr. Robotnik and the other Dr. Robotnik because there's two of them now and then all of Sonic's friends like from both the old games and the new games show up. You can do it, Sonic! (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. And then one of the Robotniks like the older one who's never met all the new friends they created in the newer games He's like, who are all these people? And then oh, the newer robotics is like, insignificant. <laughs> because so many people like to trash on oh, I know. It's all like, the newer no characters.
0: No one cares about these guys. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> I, I laughed really hard at that point. It's like, insignificant. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, they genuinely go out of their way to like play jokes at their own expense on their games, and it pays off.
0: That's good. I mean, I think they need to.
1: Oh, they really do. They yeah. really, really, really do. really <laughs> do. So that's also, I think, why when they came up with that, they attempted to do a Sonic Boom cartoon. I didn't stick with the cartoon because mm. I suck at making time for TV. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, it's hard to make time for a lot of TV. It really, really is.
1: Especially if you're always trying to play games and, you know, live a life and do crazy, ridiculous stuff like snowboarding on K9, K12. Or yeah, or... I know.
0: You're, you're just a crazy stuntman and you're just trying to live your life. That's right, in the most reckless way possible. Absolutely. For the, for the ladies, <laughs> and for the paycheck. Well, talk about reckless. Here comes my next track. How about that for a segue? I <laughs> actually <laughs> did like that. Well played, sir. Right, so my next track isn't <laughs> super like dangerous or anything.
1: I don't know. You already <laughs> set yourself up for danger. I
0: thought, I thought I'd thought try to bring things back down from like this crazy, awesome uh, guitar riff, which I'm really into, actually, but... You've had two awesome guitar riffs. You know that I'm just naturally drawn to guitars. Yeah, it's just they just it's like the Pied Piper. You hear and you just start following it. right?
1: Yeah, like yeah. Whether it's pretty much all genres of music I listen to. When you think about it, ultimately can always come back to the guitar. Whether it's through like just rocking solos
0: or just through downing reverb. Yeah, it's always guitar. <laughs> it's how I roll. Well, this this one is something I was looking out for when I was exploring the Dragon Quest series um, soundtracks. So I think you might be into this one. This is from Dragon Quest II for the Super Nintendo. It's called A Lonely Youth by Koichi Sugiyama. listening to A Lonely Youth from the game Dragon Quest 2 for the Super Nintendo composed by Koichi Sugiyama.
1: So I'm taking it, this was maybe a re-release of the second game on NES, which I didn't even know. I, know. I know they made a bunch, but I never heard any of the music from any of the re-releases. This sounds really cool. Yeah,
0: it looks like Enix went and had Dragon Quest um, Dragon Quest? Oh my god. <laughs> Drag... I was, I, I thought, I did, for some reason, I didn't think it was a quest, Dragon Quests one and two, um, for the Super Famicom. Oh, nice! That was like a
1: single cart. Yeah,
0: um, mm. and it's just really cool. I love the way it's composed, especially the way it resolves at the end. I love the um, the kind of like it sounds like a dulcimer. It's like dong 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 dong. It sounds so nice.
1: This is. I love this game, even though I've never played through it to completion. I do love it. This was me attempting... I mean, the first RPG I really played played, like, got into was Final Fantasy One. but... Yeah, me too. This was me attempting to try to get into them, even though I had no idea what I was doing. And I've still played quite a bit of this game for being someone completely confused about the game and how
0: it played. Well, tell me, I played Dragon Warrior on the NES. Is that the same thing?
1: Yeah. Um, the U.S. releases were dubbed Dragon Warrior... Okay. ...by Enix when they came to America... But the oh. Japanese name was always Dragon Quest. So that really clears
0: it up for me. Then.
1: Yeah, what ended up happening was uh, when Dragon Quest Eight came out on the PS2, that was when they finally decided to get the actual lettering correct, the actual words correct. Oh, okay. Up until then they were calling it Dragon Warrior.
0: Yeah, I, I never bothered to look into it. I never played anything past the very first one, which, I mean, was as flawed as it was. It was still a lot of fun. It really was. And honestly... If looking back on it, it's
1: hard to even... I don't even really call it flaws so much. I wouldn't play it so much now, though, because it it would bore me. But it was really simple, but also very effective. You were one guy, never got a party. No. And you only ever fought one enemy at a time. But you were never really told what to do yeah. or where to go. That it was a little just- challenging
0: for a young Rob Nichols, trying to figure out where to go. And then you walk
1: one tile too far to the to the um, north, and a freaking like orange wizard shows up with his razzy tongue and wrecks your well, face.
0: One thing I do remember was this game came with Nintendo Power. Not the well, the game actually is a weird thing. So I know
1: there I was remember, a remember where they gave away the drag the strategy guy for free, and there was also a point where was, if yeah. you get no, no, you were right though. They did the guy once. But they also did do a promo where if you got a full year subscription it gave this game away for free, That was for it was. a short time. So
0: the company was really doubling down on let's get Americans interested in RPGs, and I think it worked because I remember being really young and playing it and trying to figure it out and, and having the strategy guide there and, and understanding it, and, and suddenly this whole, this whole world of RPG games kind of opened up to me and I understood them and, 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 and really enjoyed them
1: whereas I did not get so lucky because I already had a subscription to Nintendo Power when this offer came out, so I missed the boat. Couldn't Uh, convince my parents to re-up because, quite frankly, they didn't think about free game. They just said, you already get the magazine. Shut up. (laughs) That's okay.
0: I I didn't have a Nintendo or Nintendo Power. I was at my cousin's house (laughs) playing his game. Hey, got the job done, right? Yeah. Bonding moments, play games. But I did have um, Final Fantasy after this one, and that that one really... um, I played that a lot. Actually, in high school, when everyone's playing Final Fantasy VII, (laughs) <laughs> I got into Final Fantasy One. Mm-hmm. Like the weird challenges, you know, trying to like beat the game with all white mages, that kind of thing. Oh God, good luck with that! Yeah. I know people have done it, but i have
1: never even wanted to so much as try.
0: Yeah, a lot of time. Anyway. It took a lot of time. Uh, it's
1: very frustrating I had to buy all the freaking spells. They were expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty rough. But now this is a lovely track. It's just very calming. Soothing. Yeah. It's kind of. Strange, like with the impending storm that we're listening to like this nice relaxing tune.
1: And I still intend to do some magic out there too, so I'm gonna be dashing through the snow.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll be dashing through the snow. <laughs> true, true. Wait, wasn't that a to the City?
1: Well that was one of his I think he had a nah Jingle All the Way was his Jingle movie. All the Way. Dashing through the snow. He never said that. I'm sure he did. No he didn't. Don't don't don't
0: Nice to meet you.
1: Okay, well, I think he said that, actually, didn't he?
0: Everybody freeze. <laughs> God, that was <laughs> Why would you invoke Batman and Robin on this show? Because every time I think of it, it makes me laugh. If I need to smile, I think of all of the puns that Arnold Schwarzenegger did. The off punsles. Yeah. All right, I'm going to bring this track all the way down. So that we can have a good old bonus round. Bonus round,
1: babies! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yahoo!
0: All right! The bonus round is the part of the show where we play covers and remixes based on a theme. And you know what? I don't know there's no theme today. Just a wild card. It was, but it still yielded some nice results, I think. So what did you find?
1: Well, I'm having a tough call. i so I'll let you make that decision. I either was going to go with a band... That is not a remix at all.
0: Wait, didn't we do Rock, Paper, Scissors earlier?
1: We did, but during the show, I was <laughs> like, I want to see if I can come across a remix for this track. And I came across one. So that's from a game. But it's your decision. All right. So it's either going to be a remix from a game or a band that has nothing to do with a game and the track has nothing to do with the game.
0: But they're gamey? Sort of. Let's hear the game track. Okay, so stick with the game track. Stick with the game track. In that case,
1: that. this is from a game that I've always been a fun fan of. The series, rather. The series being called Etrian Odyssey. Now, this is a remix by a Dojin band. This is basically like a Japanese fan
0: band. Yeah, doujin, um style things. In, in Japanese, is like indie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... This is done, this was done before the
1: Etrian Odyssey Untold games were released, so I don't know 100% how similar it is, because I haven't played this far in Etrian Odyssey Untold, but if they have any similarities, this was first, so just (laughs) pointing that out. All right. Um, The track is called Destruction Begets Decay, which is the original name of the track, but it's just done by this band called Aether, and it is from their album called Yggdrasica. So... Hopefully it sounds good because I liked it. So we'll see if you like it too. That was awesome man. Thank you. Like I had another track from the game in mind but then when I picked it and I listened to it I was like I don't think this one has the much, as much of an appeal unless you're already really fond of the game proper so That
0: was cool. I mean it wasn't even just like a fast guitar thing. Like it had a really cool like the melody on the on the keyboard was really cool but I loved the harp in the background where it was like I know it's probably a keyboard, like, arpeggio. But it sounds. But I like imagining, like, a full rock band and, like, someone on a harp just, like, plucking at it real fast for, like, five minutes. (laughs) Sometimes the imagination takes it the
1: best way, so I'm all about that. I say let's stick with it. (laughs) There's a harpist back there.
0: All right, so my next track is a chiptune from the artist She. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had a remix picked out, but I had already played it on the show. Way to go, Rob. Anyway, <laughs> this is from the artist. She is from her uh, album. It's called Pioneer, and this track is called Streets. And this is this this has been in my chiptune mix for a long time. So hope you dig it.
1: Straight from the streets. <laughs>
0: That was Streets, um, from the album Pioneer by the artist She. And that is just an awesome album. She does something she's she's using Game Boys, I believe, and, and some other keyboards and things, but the whatever she's doing to the sound, like it's a filter or some kind of like distortion, some kind of pedal that she's using, it's got such a warm sound, like it gives like a really warm tone. It's it's very rich. I was enjoying it, though at the same time, it should have really given me a clue when you
1: called said the track was called Streets, but while the track was playing i was sitting here like i was removing the headphones and putting them back on like
0: do i hear voices yeah like in the back i guess they recorded like street sounds and stuff and it's like way in the background It's like, but it's still there i had to pause like the track and like listen again um but yeah if you like that check her out on on our band camp she has many many albums actually and some some are just coming out and it's all fantastic stuff so for more information on these artists on the bonus round part of the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com and we'll have links to their band camps and their SoundClouds and everywhere else that you can find their music. You have been listening to episode seven seven of Rhythm and Pixels, Wildcard Part Two. This time, it's personal. And how? <laughs> In that these tracks were personal to us.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, you might think because they were all pulled out of a hat within five minutes mm-hmm. that these were tracks that had no conscious effort put into them. But you would be wrong.
0: I, th- I like. No, they were just. They were just tracks that just. We didn't have any um, anything to bind them together. That is correct, but that doesn't make them any less awesome. No, they're all they all awesome. I really liked your picks tonight. Thank you very much.
1: And you can bet more wild card episodes will have to be down the pike because you'd be surprised, listener, just how often <laughs> we come across tracks where we're just kind of scrambling to come up
0: with, with what idea, what theme to put them into. And sometimes, you know, life gets in the way, and then we just have to kind of go with it. But we, we do have some interesting topics coming up. Um, the next one is definitely ready to roll. The one after that, not so much, but it's definitely listener suggested and weird, strange, but the stranger, the better. I concur. I want more strange topics, more strange <laughs> topics. <laughs> well, if you have some of those crazy topics, why don't you send us an email at rhythm and at hotmail.com. And for more information about the show and for a full track listing, go to the website rhythmandpixels.com check us out on twitter our twitter handle is at rhythm underscore n underscore pixels and uh, why don't you give us a buzz over there on facebook or even on instagram at rhythm and pixels all one word Um, every thursday i'm doing a live stream of of, uh, dj sets of remixes and and, um, chip tunes so if you're into that kind of thing tune in to facebook um I might uh, restream it over at twitch.tv slash RhythmandPixels, so I might check that out too. And every once in a while a little known Purnell might show in to wish him luck. A wild Purnell may appear. This is true. I would hope he appears. But maybe not maybe not this week or last week, because Purnell's in Chicago.
1: Yes. So, I'll be gone. Was gone.
0: Well, have a safe trip, my friend. Thank you very much. I hope to as long as this weather doesn't get bonkers yeah, You're right. going to the, one of the coldest places ever. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> your per, your Purnell coat of uh, heat. Heat plus four. Which makes me
1: sad because that to- that coat's retiring this year. Oh, is it? It has to. That thing's got holes upon holes, but I refuse to get oh, rid of it. Man. But I have to make the conscious decision to give a crap about what I look like <laughs> in the streets. So it has to go. Oh, that's a shame, man. But it served me
0: well for what? Five years? Seven yeah. years? It's a nice it's a nice thick one for the for the harsh harsh winters we've been having. Mm-hmm. Um, oh real quick, um if if you're if you're a listener, if you are an artist, or if you are a remixer, a cover artist, if you, if you're part of a band, if you know a band, and if you would like, um, like for us to listen to your music, and if we like it, we can play it on the show, we can put it on some of our mixes. We would love to hear it. Any anything new, so send it our way, uh, rhythmandpixels at hotmail or on our Facebook. Just let us know. We're always looking for new stuff.
1: That's that's a good idea. I didn't even think about that because yeah, it's one thing to go out and scout for music, but hey, we like to showcase new music. Yeah. And what
0: better way to get it than from people who outright want to have their music showcased? Yeah, it doesn't have to be, I mean, even if it's um, not video game related, if we're using video game hardware, we'd love to hear it. Or if it's inspired by video game music, that, that's really great, too, because it has a very special kind of sound. Though. That
1: was Aethernaut's whole thing,
0: and yeah, that was absolutely. awesome. Yeah, he's all about, like, like drawing from that nostalgic sound, but putting a lot of emotion into his music, and, and I, I really love that sound. Mm-hmm. So, you've been listening to the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Purnell. Have a great week. Thank you very much for listening.
1: Wildcard episode, so this is completely ridiculous and off the cuff, but here you have it. Topic came up recently that prompted me to want to say this. Games are fun. Music is great. but Everyone's taste may not be so much the same. And as a result of that, you might get some crazy opinions out there whether they're crazy good or crazy bad, that may not necessarily be meshed with what you believe or desire to want to believe. Instead of going off the cuff and wanting to kick people in the gonads or whatever it is people do when they get excessively angry, either two things can be done. Just enjoy the opposing opinion. Maybe you might learn something different that you didn't foresee about the product that you're reading a review for. Or if you're already setting your ways and you really don't care, just walk the other direction. I not going to hurt you. So, honestly, just live and let live. Share and listen if you so desire. And otherwise, just enjoy what you like and be done with it. You'll be happier in the long run for it. I can promise you that. And there it is. Women. Winning, winning. I give this podcast 11 out of 10.